Today is October 15th. This is Verses in Flow. I'm Jennifer. Welcome in on this beautiful Sunday. Not only is it the start of a new week, but we are hitting our middle milestone for the month of October. And we're only going to do this two more times in 2023. So as we step into the possibilities of this day, let's also think about the remainder of the month. Let's, let's be intentional. Let's do this with open and expectant hearts with anticipation that something wonderful is going to happen for us. Sundays, you know, this is our day to bring a sense of renewal and focus to our rest and our work. This is a chance for us to sit with ourselves and to refuel for whatever we have ahead this week. The middle of the month can also be a pivotal point. It's a time for us to look back but also to lean forward. What do we need to carry with us from the past weeks into this new beginning of sorts? What can we leave behind? How will we walk purposefully in the time that we have remaining this month? And as we dive into God's word on this Sunday, let's tune our ears to hear his voice. Let's ask God to speak to us, to speak through us, and to speak for us. Let's receive the gift of this day and the gift of this word and cultivate our mind so that we are ready to learn, to grow, and to shift in whatever ways that we need to shift, okay? All right, so we're going to be challenged today in Jeremiah to speak boldly. We're going to be challenged in Thessalonians to work diligently. We're going to be inspired by the Psalms to trust God's faithfulness through change. And in Proverbs, we're going to be encouraged to embrace self-control. This is all wisdom for whatever we have going on, for whatever it is that we have coming up. So let's get started. Let's get going, growing, and flowing in these verses. And we're reading from a new translation this week, the Evangelical Heritage Version, Jeremiah chapters 26 and 27. Jeremiah is threatened. In the beginning of the reign of Jehoiakim, son of Josiah, king of Judah, the following word came from the Lord. This is what the Lord says, Stand in the courtyard of the Lord's house and speak to people from the cities and towns of Judah who have come to worship at the house of the Lord. Tell them everything I have commanded you to tell them. Do not hold back a single word. Maybe they will listen and everyone will turn from his evil way. Then I will relent and not bring about the disaster that I was planning because of the evil things they have done. You are also to say this to him. This is what the Lord says. If you will not listen to me and follow my law, which I have set before you, and if you do not listen to the words of my servants, the prophets, whom I have sent to you again and again, but you have not listened, then I will make this house like Shiloh, and I will make the name of this city a curse word for all the nations of the earth. The priests, the prophets, and all the people listened as Jeremiah spoke these words at the house of the Lord. When Jeremiah had finished saying everything the Lord had commanded him to say to all the people, then the priests, the prophets, and all the people seized him and said, You must die. Why do you prophesy in the name of the Lord that this house will be like Shiloh and that this city will be desolate with no one living here? All the people crowded around Jeremiah in the house of the Lord. When the officials of Judah heard about these things, they came up from the king's house to the house of the Lord and sat in the entrance of the new gate of the Lord's house. 
Then the priests and the prophets said to the officials and to all the people, This man deserves the sentence of death because he has been prophesying against this city as you heard with your own ears. Then Jeremiah said to all the officials and to all the people, The Lord sent me to prophesy against this house and against this city all the things that you have heard. Now reform your ways and your actions and obey the Lord your God. Then the Lord will relent and not bring about the disaster he has pronounced against you. But as for me, look, I am in your hands. Do with me whatever seems good and right in your eyes. But you can be certain of this. If you put me to death, you will bring innocent blood on yourselves and on this city and on those who live here. For it is true that the Lord has sent me to you to speak all these words in your hearing. Then the officials and the people said to the priests and to the prophets, This man does not deserve to die. He has spoken in the name of the Lord our God. Some of the elders of the land got up and spoke to all the assembled people. Micah of Moresheth prophesied in the days of Hezekiah king of Judah. He proclaimed this to all the people of Judah. This is what the Lord of armies says. Zion will be plowed like a field. Jerusalem will become a ruin. And the temple mounts will be a high place overgrown with trees. Did Hezekiah, king of Judah, or anyone at all in Judah put him to death? Didn't he fear the Lord and seek his favor? And didn't the Lord relent from the disaster he had pronounced against them? We would be committing a great evil against our own souls that way. There had also been another man who prophesied in the name of the Lord, Uriah, son of Shemaiah, from Kiriath-Jerim. He prophesied against this city and against the land the same things that Jeremiah did. When King Jehoiakim, all his strong warriors, and all his officials heard his words, the king wanted to put him to death. But Uriah heard about it and fled in fear to Egypt. Then King Jehoiakim sent Elnathan, son of Akbor, and some other men to Egypt. They brought Uriah out of Egypt and took him to King Jehoiakim, who had him put to death with a sword and had his body thrown into the grave of the common people. But Ahikam, son of Shaphan, used his authority to protect Jeremiah, who was not handed over to the people to be put to death. The Yoke of Babylon Early in the reign of Zedekiah, son of Josiah, king of Judah, this message came to Jeremiah from the Lord. This is what the Lord said to me. Make a yoke and straps and put them on your neck. Then send word to the kings of Edom, Moab, the Ammonites, Tyre, and Sidon through the messengers who came to Jerusalem to Zedekiah, king of Judah. Give them a message for their masters. Tell them, the Lord of armies, the God of Israel says, tell your masters, by my great power I made the earth, the people, and the animals that are on it. I give it to anyone I please. Now I will give all these lands to my servant Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon. I will even make the wild animals serve him. All the nations will serve him, his son and his grandson, until the time for his own land comes. Then he will serve many nations and great kings. The Lord also said, I will punish any nation or kingdom that will not submit to this Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, that will not put their necks under the yoke of Babylon's king. I will punish that nation with sword, famine, and plague until I have consumed them by his hand. So do not listen to your prophets, to your omen readers, to your dream interpreters, to your mediums, or to those who cast spells for you. Do not listen to those who tell you you will not serve the king of Babylon because they are prophesying lies to you in order to remove you from your land. 
I will drive you out and you will perish. But if a nation bows its neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon and serves him, I will let that nation remain on its own land. They will plow the soil and live on it, declares the Lord. I also said all these things to Zedekiah, king of Judah. Bow your neck under the yoke of the king of Babylon, serve him and his people, and you will live. Why do you and your people want to die by sword, famine, and plague, as the Lord said would come upon any nation that will not serve the king of Babylon? Do not listen to the words of the prophets who are telling you not to serve the king of Babylon. They are prophesying a lie to you, for I have not sent them, declares the Lord. They are prophesying falsely in my name, so I will drive you out and you will perish, you and the prophets who are prophesying to you. I also spoke to the priests and to all of the people. The Lord says this, do not listen to the words of your prophets who are prophesying to you that the vessels of the Lord's house will soon be brought back again from Babylon, because they are prophesying a lie to you. Do not listen to them. Serve the king of Babylon and live. Why should this city become a ruin? If they really are prophets and if the word of the Lord is with them, then let them intercede with the Lord of armies, so that the vessels which are left in the house of the Lord, in the house of the king of Judah, and and in Jerusalem will not go to Babylon. For this is what the Lord of armies says about the pillars, the sea, the carts for water, and the rest of the vessels that are left in the city, which Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had not taken away when he exiled Jeconiah, son of Jehoiakim, king of Judah, from Jerusalem to Babylon, along with all the nobles of Judah and Jerusalem. Yes, this is what the Lord of armies, the God of Israel, says concerning the vessels that that are still in the house of the Lord and in the house of the king of Judah in Jerusalem. They will be taken to Babylon, and there they will remain until the day I come for them, declares the Lord. Then I will bring them back and restore them to this place. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, pray for us. Finally, brothers, pray for us so that the word of the Lord may spread quickly and be glorified just as it was among you. Pray also that we may be rescued from evil and wicked people. For not everyone has faith. Still, the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and protect you from the evil one. We also have confidence in the Lord concerning you that you are doing and will continue to do what we are telling you. May the Lord continue to direct your hearts to God's love and Christ's patient endurance. Warnings Against Idleness we instruct you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, to avoid every brother who is walking idly and not in accordance with the teaching that you received from us. In fact, you yourselves know how necessary it is for you to imitate us, because we were not idle among you. We never ate anyone's bread without paying for it. Instead, with labor and hardship, we worked night and day so that we would not be a burden to any of you. This was not because we lacked authority, but to provide an example for you to imitate. In fact, when we were with you, this was our command to you. If anyone does not want to work, 
he should not eat. Indeed, we hear that some among you are idle, not busy working, but being busy bodies. In the Lord Jesus Christ, we command and urge these people to work quietly and eat their own bread. But you, brothers, do not grow weary of doing good. And if anyone does not obey our word in this letter, take note of him so that you do not associate with him in order that he may be put to shame. Yet, do not consider him an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Benediction. May the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. The Lord be with you all. This greeting is written by me, Paul, with my own hand. This is a distinguishing sign of how I write in every letter. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Psalm 85. You showed favor to your land. Heading for the choir director by the sons of Korah, a psalm. Past goodness. You showed favor to your land, O Lord. You restored Jacob. You removed the guilt of your people. Interlude. You covered all their sin. You put away all your wrath. You turned from your burning anger. Present distress. Restore us, O God, who saves us. Put an end to your indignation with us. Will you be angry with us forever? Will you extend your anger through all generations? Will you not turn and revive us so that your people may rejoice in you? Hope for the future. Show us your mercy, O Lord, and give us your salvation. I will hear what the true God, the Lord, will say. He indeed speaks peace to his people, to his favored ones, but do not let them turn to foolish ways. Surely his salvation is near for those who fear him, so that glory may dwell in our land. Mercy and truth meet together. Righteousness and peace kiss each other. Truth springs up from the earth and righteousness. Righteousness looks down from heaven. The Lord will indeed give good things, and our land will yield its harvest. Righteousness walks in front of him. It prepares the way for his footsteps. Proverbs 25, 16. When you find honey, eat only what you need. Otherwise, you will be filled with it and vomit it up. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for your word and we thank you for the time that we have spent in your word today. We thank you that it is alive, it is animating, it is powerful and potent. Lord, we thank you for the way that it speaks to us, the way that it ministers to us, the way that it encourages, inspires, and enriches us. Lord, we thank you for the passages that we read today that have taught us all about your sovereignty, your faithfulness, your love, and your wisdom. Lord, help us to apply what we've learned to our lives, to live it out, to obey your will and your way, to trust in your promises, to serve you with excellence, and to love you and all of those around us with all of our hearts. Lord, we ask for your grace and your mercy to reign in our lives. Lord, as we face the challenges and opportunities of this week, we pray that you would also protect us from the enemy and protect us from his tricks and schemes. Lord, give us discernment so that we can see him coming. Lord, we ask that you would strengthen us in our trials and that you would guide us in our decisions, that you would provide for our needs and that you would fill us with more of your peace, your joy, and your spirit. Lord, I thank you for this podcast and for every listener present. Lord, I pray that you would bless them and keep them, that you would make your face shine upon them and be gracious to them, that you would lift up your countenance upon them and give them peace. 
Lord, I pray all of these things in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, and all the people of God said together, Amen. And our affirmation for today, I excel at my work, but it is not my identity. I am more than what I do. I excel at my work, but it is not my identity. I am more than what I do. And our aphorism, there comes a point in many people's lives when they can no longer play the role they have chosen for themselves. When that happens, we are like actors finding that someone has changed the play. That is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for being on this amazing adventure with me. You belong here and we belong together on this journey. I love you. And if God says the same, I'll be right here tomorrow waiting for you.